When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've got to say that the role of captain is a very important one in sport. And whenever your captain is leading you into anything, whether it be onto the field or into the commentary box, you always walk a little bit taller. And I'm sure the SEN Test Cricket commentary team are doing exactly that because the skipper's back, Jared Waitley, to lead the team into battle this afternoon for the day-night test has been good enough to jump on the line from the Gabba. Jared, hello. Sam, welcome. It's absolutely glorious here at the Gabba. Uh, clear blue skies. It's 31 on, a, on its way to a top of 32. It's hot out in the middle and it, it looks beautiful. It's the best looking pitch of the summer. Vibe. Uh, the city of Brisbane love an event. They turn up and turn out. Well, there was a time when maybe that was questionable, but they certainly are a sport loving city. Are we building? No, not to my eye. So oh. I, I, I drove around the city a little bit today. Uh, running errands. I didn't see any visibility around banners or anything for the test match. So school went back in Queensland on Monday. So they've missed the holiday period. This is very much out of season for a test match here and it's day night. So uh, difficult to say. I'll I'll defer to Ian Healy when he joins us as to what the local build-up is. But there was absolutely nothing visible. There's a a short queue outside the the members uh, for those who treat this as a tradition. But Mm. Typically, this test match is in late November or early December at the latest. So, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a stretch, and being outside of school holidays uh, makes it even more so. They could all be out still celebrating the heat, Jared. We yeah. know, we saw them turn up for the heat. So, could this be a bit of a protest as well? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is um, the the BBL crowds are sort of a, they're totally different to the yeah. the stayed tradition of the Test match, but brilliantly supported across the country as we saw last night with the forty three thousand. So uh, personally, I don't think there will be anything to read into trends around crowds at this Test match, and I fully expect Brisbane to return to the top of the order for India and for England over the next couple of years, and. Um, and that, that will see the Gabba out if um, if the construction schedule is met. So I imagine not only will they be brilliantly uh, attended for the events that they're going to be, but there'll be a, a wave of nostalgia for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. What's reasonable to expect from the West Indies on what's probably going to be a tougher pitch for them than Adelaide was? Um, we know that the batting was an issue. The bowling uh, was really competitive, and they had Australia in a, a spot of bother on a couple of occasions. We know it's not the best team they could put out there, but um, they certainly gave it their all. Um, What can we expect reasonably from them in this second test, Jared? Well, so this is a much better batting pitch visually than what we saw in Adelaide. Okay. But the rider is this is a pink ball, so the conditions are different again. But uh, as it's the best-looking pitch of the summer. Obviously, they had a a terrible error here last year with a two-day test match with a pitch that by the end was borderline dangerous. It that, that had gone wrong in preparation. It couldn't look any better. Uh, it's got a, a small amount of grass covering, maybe three and a half mils, which is much less than we're used to with the pink ball. I'd say it's pretty hard. And if it is, does that send the pink ball soft, which might add to the batting conditions? Nobody really knows. Just talking to coaches and players out in the middle as the, the variables are a plenty when the pink ball comes into play. But I would think... Um, 
batting here notionally will be a much easier proposition than Adelaide. But Mitch Stark's the best pink bowler that there's been. Uh, Australia's won 11 out of 11 with the pink ball. So, yeah, I, it, it's been described as it would be a miracle for the West Indies to win. I certainly subscribe to that. Is If they are competitive in patches like they were in Adelaide, I feel like that's probably a pass mark. There's always the looking at the skies and with that pink ball, there's that sweet spot, Jared, uh, as the sun starts to go down and the lights start to come on and um, that's when you really want to be bowling. So the toss is always, uh, as it always is, an interesting watch. But uh, do you think that there's any chance that Australia will bowl first today if they win the toss? Yeah. I, I, I Coming to Brisbane, I thought, yes, because there's cyclonic rain predicted as the test match goes along is if you followed the news services there's a cyclone bound for Queensland it's a volatile forecast that changes regularly and um, for a period of time it looked like Saturday and Sunday would be washed out Saturday looks much better Sunday's still uh, in jeopardy so Australia need to find the short way home and typically that's bowling first but having a look at the pitch in the middle is oh, yeah I think you'd want to be batting and um, there's a there's an old amateur batter somewhere in me that liked the look of what was out in the middle. So uh, it'll be interesting. Yes, Australia has played these test matches to absolute perfection where they have routinely put had opposition start their innings in that twilight night period and wreaked havoc. But um, I don't know whether this is a bat five sessions type of setup. Um, but my gut feeling is Australia will bat if they win the toss. Or the team that wins the toss will bat. We know that there's absolutely no pressure on Steve Smith. Um, the belief is that he'll get a long, long time to get accustomed to opening at the top of the order. But uh, he was obviously disappointed with the first innings and he'd never seen Shamar Joseph before and he'll never forget the name. Um, I've got the photo to go along with it. Um, and he was there at the end, which you want your openers to be when they um, accumulated what they needed to in the second dig. But... Um, just get the feeling when I listened to the chat that he had with Barrett that, yeah, there's a bit of a steeliness. It was all business. It sounded with Steve Smith, uh, with what he wants to do with this challenge that he set himself. Yeah, he would love to bed that down early with a big score and with a century. We, we know that's how he's always done his business. Uh, he doesn't like pink ball cricket. I don't think he's ever made any secret of that. He's not letting that come into his uh, into his dialogue, but he was the one who uh, initially was saying there should be a separate set of numbers for pink ball rather than rolling it into test careers <laughs> and the like. So he has a level of resentment toward pink ball cricket, but it's a reality and has been for most of his career. Um, Andrew McDonald spoke yesterday, uh, and I think quite deliberately, about looking back in 12 months' time and determining whether this has been a success or a fail. So that gives you an idea mm. into the thinking. As Steve Smith is the Australian opener through to the end of the Indian series next summer, and then they'll have a 12-month look at it. I, I personally think it will work. Um, I think the, probably the bigger issue is will Green make the runs at four that a batting lineup needs? But yeah, is Smith would love to bed that down with a big score here. Um, big scores in pink ball tests are uh, a little less prolific than they are in red. So, yeah, is he gets a look at it. The, if Australia does bat first, the conditions for the first four hours of play are absolutely immaculate, and I could imagine him getting stuck in. So, uh, yeah, it is, it's his idea, it's his desire, and then it's his to deliver against, and he has done that routinely throughout his career. Jared, the, the COVID cases... With Travis Head, who's been clear, but then we see that Cam Green's uh, got it and Andrew McDonald's got it. What, if any, um, 
spanner does it throw into the works for Australia for those? And we've got a few people texting in just curious about how that's all managed. Yeah, not not like it was a few years ago <laughs> where we would have lost a team or a test match. I remember the, the morning Pat Cummins was taken out of the Adelaide game because mm. he'd sat next to somebody at a restaurant the night before who <laughs> subsequently tested positive. We're a long way from that world. There's just a separate dressing room. So yep. um, head is now clear. He has tested negative, so he's fine. I don't know the status of green. I believe that Andrew McDonald has tested negative this morning, but out of an abundance of precaution, he'll separate himself from the team for this 24 hours. Um, so I th- we saw it last year in Sydney when Matt Renshaw had it and he just had to be separated from the team and um, you know, almost the absurdity of being a couple of bays away from where the team was and that sort of thing. But yeah, as, uh, Moses Enriquez played last night in the BBL final with COVID, so it's a different world now. They, they would keep the ball out of his hand as much as possible and he wouldn't be allowed to go and participate in celebrations and the like um, so as not to spread it any further. But I don't think it's been terribly serious. Is the weather going to play a part from what you're seeing and reading and, and hearing? It will. Uh, it's just whether the test match goes long enough. Um, so the, the forecast has fluctuated wildly. Mm. But once we get to Sunday... Uh, the prospect is now an 80% chance of rain, 25 mils. But if you know Brisbane, that could all fall in one hour and then drain. Um, so a little a little threat on Saturday, but not nearly. The first forecast I saw was 46 mils on Saturday and 78 mils on Sunday, but that is well down. So mm. the cyclone's probably hitting a little further north and not expected to create the havoc. So I think it, pink ball cricket moves faster than red ball cricket. I would anticipate a three-day test match, um, which might just spill into Sunday and bring the weather into play. Uh, now, you're back at the helm, uh, out, Russell, in Waitley. Uh, you've got a couple of other inclusions uh, into the lineup, and how are the teams shaping up? It's great to join forces with Ian Healy when we come up to Brisbane. So, yeah, he'll provide our local knowledge. He was at the Big Bash final with the Heat last night. Mm. He's been instrumental in the development of T20 cricket in this state, which has led to their period of success from a team that was really regarded as the worst in the comp. Yes. And Stephen O'Keefe played in that game. And, um, yes, he, he arrived here a short time ago. So on the on the losing side of things. But... Uh, so he's going to be part of it as well. So we're thrilled to have both of them. I, he's the most infectiously exciting person to talk cricket with, Steve O'Keefe. I love his company, and uh, I know you'll enjoy him over the next few days. Yeah, we had the pleasure of calling some uh, of the World Cup with him um, when it was over in the UAE, and he I don't know if he's patented the phrase bat face integrity, but I'm giving it uh, three balls in. The first moment it presents, he will roll out bat face integrity, one of the great lines, uh, but he'll have that and a whole lot more. He is an absolute ripper. Hey, Jerry, we can't wait to listen in. It's great that the people that have come in and out of SEN's Test Cricket Summer and you've got a couple of fantastic ins and you back at the helm. It should be great listening and hopefully the West Indies can, the enthusiasm that they showed and the pride that they seem to have, um, hopefully that uh, delivers a competitive performance. Yep, very inexperienced team, but with a great purpose for each of them, mm. as Shamar Joseph showed. So we get a look at Kevin Sinclair on that front as a debutant as well. So, yeah, hopefully they, they give us a, a few stories and a few moments as they did in Adelaide as they, they find their way in Test Cricket. Thanks for jumping on with us, Jared. We look forward to listening from two. Terrific, Sam.